Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. She's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about now. She's taking care of her voice, so you know that she's not gonna shout now. Shout now, she's not gonna shout. So get your headphones ready to hear what it's all about now. We'll have no fun, no fun, cause your Christmas podcast comes out today. We'll have no fun, no fun, cause your Christmas podcast comes out no fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast. Episode 10, season 10. Now that sounds, that, if you like n- numbers, this one's for you. I don't know why someone is like, I love numbers, but only when it's the same number twice. <laughs> Should I record this over? No, I shouldn't. This is what the podcast is. It's me, Jen Kirkman, comedian, author, TV writer, podcaster, going off the top of her head, knowing the topics I want to talk about, but there is no script and there is no editing within reason. I mean, you know, I might edit out like if I totally lose my place or I do some really gross cough. And of course, we edit in some commercials on this free version, but you know what I'm saying? Whatever I say, I say. It's a podcast where I come to talk about what's going on in the world in my head and in my life. And by the world, it's not really a political podcast by any means. I talk more about, you know, things going on in American culture for sure. Sometimes it's pop culture, but we're not going to solve the political problems of the world on this podcast because sometimes I need a break. And that's where I come for an hour to tell you all kinds of stories. Like right now, I will tell you the story of how I gashed my head and went to the ER a couple weeks ago. Now, I have not talked about this publicly. (laughs) I'm saying that like I'm some major, not, not, not major celebrity, but like major person. Like I'm, you know, your senator or a president of any country. 
where's she been? She's been in hiding for three weeks, you know, like one of our Supreme Court justices whose wife was, you know, just like pretty much involved in the January 6th insurrection where people tried to overthrow the government because they wanted Trump to win. That guy, Clarence Thomas, just missing, just missing from work for a couple of weeks. They said, oh, he went into the hospital for something. Was it COVID? Oh, shit. We can't lie about being sick these days because then everyone thinks it's COVID. Then we, then no, no, we just, you know, he had the thing that that thing is going around. Everyone be careful. It's um combination of, uh, well, there's some COVID symptoms, but uh, stress and uh, also, um, I don't know how contagious this is, but you know, when your wife is, is uh, a massive conspiracy theorist and she's part of helping people plan an overthrow of the government. You know, we're like a bunch of people in um, bad costumes try to break into the Capitol and then succeed to and then uh, try to kill members of of uh, Congress. Anyway, that is, is this thing that's going around where if you're you're related to, to one of them and uh, related to a woman like that and and it's, it, you know, found her found her texts about it, um, it, it. It's you could go to the hospital and then not show up for work for a few weeks. So. I'm saying it like, uh, this hasn't been public. I don't know if you've all wondered what's been going on with me. No, I gashed my head. I am fine. I am fine. But it's a funny story. And I will I will begin telling it to you right now after I run down really quick what we will be talking about in this episode. I'll be talking about doing some travel recently, going back to my other home, Los Angeles, and the no mask situation on planes, what my experience was. I will be talking about a cafe in Japan that is uh, Tokyo that's only for writers on a deadline and they don't even leave till you're done, which I'm frankly obsessed with. I'll be talking a little bit about Elon Musk buying Twitter, did he buy Twitter, what the hell's going on with that? I had a TV idea, and now J-Lo is doing it. Did she steal it from me? No, unless she's been hacking my emails, which anything's possible. She's a very powerful woman. And whatever else I feel like talking about on this episode, I may talk about Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe, Kim Kardashian wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress to the Met Gala. I may talk a little bit about Roe v. Wade, but not too much. I may talk about going back to the office would you go back to the office if your company offered you drinks? Now, I may not get to those topics. If I don't, they will either be on another episode of No Fun at the $3 level on my Patreon, or they may be on the $5 level a month of my Patreon. That's right. So really quick, before I tell you all about my head and going to the ER and getting staples in my head, I will tell you really quick that this podcast is supported only by listeners. I throw out a free version every week so as not to abandon y'all and maybe to incentivize you to join the Patreon. I know you hear ads on this podcast that simply keeps the podcast up on a platform, but how I am personally supported and can pay the people that help me make this podcast is through Patreon. $3 a month gets you the full episodes of No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast every month, plus random bonuses that I may throw in, like me talking to you while I walk around New York City on a video. $5 a month gets you full no fun episodes, plus bonus 
audio episodes about basically the same podcast, just extra, and as well, videos of me in whatever I'm doing, whether it's visiting my family, walking around New York. Right now, we've got bonus episodes up from the month of April for the 3 and $5 level of visiting my family over Easter, even though everyone in my family is age 47 and older. My sisters and I are middle-aged people. My parents are elderly. We had an Easter egg hunt that my sister made us do. And I put that on video. My mom's 84th birthday on video. My mom giving her hot takes on Dave Grohl and dogs, two separate topics. And me walking around New York, giving you my hot take on Jason Sudeikis serving his ex-wife papers or his people serving her papers while she was presenting at an awards show. My thoughts on that, my controversial take on the man everyone loves to love, Ted Lasso. I have a different opinion. That's all right now on my Patreon in the form of little quickie videos. Patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. You're not going to, what are you going to write down that website? It's in the link in the show notes. Go right there. So again, consider joining. It is how this podcast happens. If there was no Patreon, there would be no free version. It's not the other way around. It's not, oh, Patreon, something for fun. Patreon is my job. And you are getting to hear a little bit of it so that every week you go, maybe I will join that Patreon. I got three bucks a month. So there you go. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So let's talk about my head. Actually, very funny things happened to me. Hopefully they're funny, not in a you had to be their way. That's the worst kind of funny, isn't it? Well, no, she said this and then I went, wait, what happened? So I went over there. Oh, you had to be there, but it, you should have seen her outfit. I can't describe it. You had to be there. Why aren't you laughing? I'm telling you a hilarious story. Okay, so I hit my head. Now, I have ADHD, which as I'm learning more and more about it, has zero really to do with not being able to focus and pay attention. That's very much uh, childhood ADD. A lot of that kind of diagnosis is specific to boys. As I get deeply into my research with ADHD, because mostly of my other podcast, Anxiety Bites, a weekly podcast that I do about anxiety. It's free everywhere you get podcasts. The guests I have are geniuses. I literally can't believe they're coming on my little show. Someone who's like, oh, I'm the top five neuroscientist in the country. And the reason you even know about the amygdala is because of me. They want to talk to me, a dumb comedian with a show about anxiety. It's amazing. So I'll put the link in the show notes there. But a lot of people say, well, I don't have anxiety. Well, do you have a brain and a life? Because it's interesting stuff. There is something in every episode that everyone can relate to and learn about. You are learning about your brain and your thought process. And again, you may not suffer from an anxiety disorder, but there's been moments in your life where you're having trouble making a decision, where you feel kind of jacked up for no reason, or you feel just human, 
I should have just called the show The Human Condition, but it's about anxiety. And I'm trying to get people to realize any state of anxiety for however long is part of the human condition. We're all going to go through it at least once. Some of us will have it as more of a chronic disordered thing. Some of us will be in a more acute situations. Okay. So as I'm learning more about my ADHD, you know, it's that you're impulsive. If you get an idea to do something, instead of writing it down, you switch gears. Let me do that right now. I want to put up curtains. I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm feeding the baby. I'm putting it on the floor. I'm going to put up curtains. I don't have a baby. That's a very extreme example. But usually when I'm in my ADHD disordered thinking and behavior, I can get really clumsy. I can drop something on my toe. I can bang into something that's in my home that's been there the whole time. Why am I banging into a table that I know is there? That's why whenever I get a massage, inevitably the person massaging me will go, oh, should I go around that area? I will have no idea what they're talking about. I'm laying their face down. But there's a big bruise on your leg. Oh, all right. I'll go around it. It looks like it hurts. Didn't know I had it. You didn't know you had it. No, just it's fine. Touch it. It's fine. Well, how'd you get it? No clue. Didn't know I had it. But now that makes sense. I banged into my kitchen table the other day. And they'll just, it'll go silent. And I know what they're thinking. She's getting abused. She's, she's covering up for someone. But I'm not. I don't, I, I, I bang into stuff all the time. And you go, Jen, that doesn't, that's not a symptom of ADHD banging into a table, but I'm, t- I'm telling you the bigger picture is I'm usually doing that because I'm running around in my own home trying to make a million things happen that I impulsively just decided to do. And when I do that, I'm not being mindful. And my focus is off of, you know, walking, right? So all that to say, when I gashed my head I was not in one of those moments and I'm so pissed about it because I feel like, listen, I'm impulsive. I'm running around doing a million things. If I bang into something, there has got to be a learning lesson here. There has got to be a a situation where I go, you know what? That wouldn't have happened if I had calmly and, and, and decisively said, oh, you know what? I'm going to go into this room next and start this project. But before I do, let me take a breath and calmly finish what I'm doing in here. Maybe I'll make a note to myself to go into the other room and start that other project. And I shouldn't have just run from one thing to the other without even looking. You know, there's really no excuse for running into the corner of your own table that has been there the whole time you've lived in this place. Wow. Do I, wow, guys, I have just learned something. This ADHD or whatever it is for you, neurosis, anxiety, OCD, whatever it is, compulsiveness, anger issues, but something makes you act in ways where you're not thinking clearly, you're not being mindful, as they call it. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, 
the way car buying should be. So we can all realize, you know, if you ever go to uh, purchase something at a store, I, this just happened to me this, this weekend at the airport. I'm at one of those Hudson News kind of places. I'm buying a magazine. And I say to the, I give the woman cash. And as she's uh, taking my cash, I said, I don't need the receipt. You can toss it. Thank you, though. Before she's even taking the receipt out. Now, she says, great. She looks me in the eye. She hears me. Drawer opens, puts my 10 in takes out the change, and then instinctively reaches for the receipt, hands it to me and says, oh my God, you didn't want the receipt. And then all hell broke loose. She dropped the change of her. I said, it's all good. Now that is a perfect example of, she does this routine thing every day. Her body is just grabbing the change, grabbing the receipt. Even if she knew that I didn't want one, her muscle memory overrode her brain in that moment. Was she not being mindful? And that's not what I'm saying. It's just the muscle memory overrode it. She handed me the thing. And I think that's what happened to me when I hit my head. My muscle memory overrode my moment of mindfulness that I was trying to have in that I stood up. When you bend over, sometimes you stand back up. You don't think about, is something hanging over my head? You just stand back up, and that's what happened to me. So I'm in my bathroom. So I had went, I got, I got, I gone, I went. Oh boy, I had, I had traversed, I had traveled to visit my family in Massachusetts over the Easter weekend. Again, I don't know why I feel the need to say this, and I did just mention that we did an Easter egg hunt, but we're not religious, raised Catholic. None of us have gone to church in decades, but it was more fun. Let's color eggs. We're older. Ha ha. That's funny. But I went home because it was also my mom's birthday. I didn't go home. My home is here in Brooklyn. I went to my sister's house. Just trying to be accurate in my reporting. So I flew home that Monday. It was sort of a work from home. Y'alls don't have to come into the office day. Do your things. Blah, blah. I fly home on Jet blue. This is pre no mask. It was, I flew on the day the mask mandate lifted, but my flight was a few hours before that. I'm so glad that I was not part of that mayhem where a flight attendant comes down the aisle during a global pandemic where, sure, it's not raging like it was in 2020 without va- vaccines and it wasn't raging during Omicron this past winter, even with vaccines, but it's a new variant. But it's still raging. It's raging enough that the subvariants of Omicron are more contagious than Omicron and they are evading vaccines. Now, you're not going to die. That's the good news. Get your vaccine. It'll prevent you from dying. And look, you go, we're all going to die someday. I get it. But you might be on deck to die peacefully in your sleep and never know you died. This one, if you don't get vaccinated, you could be on deck to die in a horrendous way where you can't breathe, you're on a ventilator. You know what I mean? Why gamble it? Okay, anyway, so, but I don't want to be part of the nonsense where everyone's cheering, masks are off. I'm so glad I didn't have to see that. So I got off my flight, pleasant flight. I'm a pretty easy traveler. I get back to my apartment. 
and I say, okay, I have to go into my kitchen, which is my little workstation, and get ready for my afternoon of doing work, my job contacting me and saying, here's some writing that needs to be done, get it done. And I say, I'm just going to take a relaxing post-flight shower. Yeah, I I took a shower this morning before I got on the flight, but I'm going to take one at home. Just be mindful. I remember I had my first therapist that I saw when I was 21 years old and having panic attacks and just really, guys, I was in the wilderness. I didn't know what they were. I thought they were serious. I thought they meant I was dying. There was no language, no one talking about this stuff went to this therapist. I thought she was a genius that she knew what I was talking about. I still thought I had a rare thing, but I happened to find the one person that knew about it. But she said to me, we're going to start have to training you. We're going to start training you to be a little more mindful so that you can kind of catch your thoughts in the act. You're probably thinking a million thoughts a day that are really scary and they're building up and building up. And then eventually you just have a panic attack. So she told me, go home take a shower because she didn't start me in on mindful meditation. Let's sit in the lotus position and notice our thoughts. That's really hard to do. And if you're, if you're in this sort of anxious state, it's really hard to begin there. So she taught me the concept of mindfulness, which is really trying to get all thoughts out of your head, except about the thing you're doing. So how many times a day are you making coffee? And you honestly, if someone later in the day said, what was it like making coffee this morning? You would have no memory of doing it. You just know that you did it because you were thinking about making lunch for the kids or what you're going to say at work at your presentation or, oh my God, ugh, I, I already know I don't have anything to wear and, you know, whatever. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Or maybe you're thinking pleasant things. You're replaying the date in your head last night. You're excited about tonight. You're going out for drinks after work, whatever, but you're just not focusing on what you're doing. So she said... We'll start you off learning mindfulness. And I promise I'm getting to the gash in my head. We'll start you off on mindfulness this way. She said, get in the shower. And when you're in the shower, pick up the soap and think to yourself, this is what the soap feels like. I am now rubbing my arm. I am making bubbles. I am lathering up. Every single thing you're doing, narrate it to yourself and you, you know, do it in your head. And every time another thought comes in, like, well, what are you going to do when you get out of the shower? You know, the... The store is closing. You got to get there. Just go back to, and now the shampoo is in my hands and just do that. For a lot of people who don't want to meditate because they think it's about stopping your thoughts, when really it's just about noticing your thoughts and saying, I'm glad you're there, thought, but I'm not going to follow you down the rabbit hole. I'm not going to suddenly start thinking about my to-do list because I'm sitting here and I'm just thinking about breathing or whatever whatever kind of meditation you do. So she was she was trying to teach me that by saying, no one's telling you not to have thoughts in your head, just only have thoughts about what you're doing. And I tell you, to this day, uh, it's the only shower I've ever taken in my life that I have vivid memories of because I was present fully while doing it. And I remember just feeling really good that day because I did that. Hot tip for you all, by the way, 
For those of you who say you don't have time to meditate, you don't want to meditate, take a mindful shower and narrate in your head every single thing you're doing. And with no judgment, don't go, there's my ugly foot. Why is my leg fat? No, no, no. Just the razor is on my face. The razor is on my leg. I'm using a scrubbing cloth. I feel the exfoliation. You know, it's just that kind of thing. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's as if you're the documentarian of a show, you know, those nature shows where the guy's like, and we're watching the tiger. He's in the woods and he's walking and he's pouncing. Someone is narrating you in the shower. Luckily, it's not being aired anywhere. But, and it's almost like, well, you are then the narrator. And so if you get off topic, get right back on because you're only supposed to be narrating the shower. That's the job. You know, they're, they're going to, oh, they are going to air it. I just got word. They're going to air it later on the, uh, a&E channel. So, you know, you better not start just thinking other things because your narration has to go with what you're doing there in the shower. It's a really fun ex- exercise. So if you ended up doing that exercise, email me, I seem fun at gmail.com. But my point is, I was very aware of, I just got back from this trip with my family where I didn't do that thing where I sit and work and sort of half deal with my family, but I was fully present for 48 hours. And now I have to catch up on a lot of things. I'm not stressed about it, but it's time to catch up. So I thought, why don't I transition into my workday by taking one of these mindful showers? It will be so relaxing. I have time to do it. So I did it. I get out of the shower. I open my medicine cabinet. I take out this little almond oil I have. I take out this plain lotion that I have. I mix it together. Guys, I'm making my own lotion. I mean, I know I'm not making my own lotion. I'm combining two things, but whatever. To me, someone who doesn't know how to make things, I'm like, wow, I'm so mindful. I'm taking my time. I'm making lotion. So I do that. And for some reason, I just stand right where I am. I don't move it over to the sink area. And I just start lotioning my legs. Oh, isn't this sexy? And then when I'm done, I stand up. I don't rush up. Again, I'm not rushing. I'm completely in the zone. I'm mindful. I'm not zoned out either. I'm so present. And I stand up, not slowly because I'm not an 80-year-old woman with a back problem. I just stand up. Up. Ah! I had left the medicine cabinet door open and it hurt. And I saw everything go black for two seconds. I didn't get dizzy. And I said, ow, that really hurts. That's really sore. I'm going to rub my head because there's probably going to be a big old goose egg there. And I'm going to keep rubbing it. And now I'm very cognizant of people hitting their head after that whole Bob Saget thing. Because again, it doesn't seem like even though the reports say, oh my God, it looks like his brain was really traumatized. But end of the day, from the stories I've heard, it wasn't this big thing where he hit his head so badly that he would even have gone to the ER or texted his wife and said, honey, I hit my head really badly. What should I do? It was like, ow, oh, well, we hit our heads. We're resilient going to bed. And so I'm trying to be careful now with every time I hit my head, which is more often than you would think, to notice my symptoms for the next few hours. And if I feel weird about it, look, even if it's a little hypochondria-ish, I'll go to a doctor, right? I mean, I haven't yet, but I, that, that's my plan going forward. So I put my hand on my head to rub the little goose egg 
that I'm sure I have. I'm going to keep rubbing it. I'm going to get some ice and then I'm going to monitor my symptoms and make sure that when I go to sleep that night, I don't have some, you know, I wake up the next day basically. So when I go to rub the goose egg, there's no goose egg. I feel a gash and I take my hand down and there is blood everywhere all over my hand. Now, I don't know how much I'm bleeding. I don't know if it's, you know, when you cut your leg shaving and it seems to go on forever and you, you know, you're pressing it with a Band-Aid and it won't stop bleeding, but you know you're not bleeding to death. You just need to stop bleeding so you can put your pants on and go to work. And sometimes it takes longer than you think. And you're like, what the fuck? You know, I didn't know if it was that kind of thing where, you know, yeah, it's going to bleed until it stops. Or if it was, Jen, if you don't get some kind of tourniquet on this, the bleeding's never going to stop and you're going to lose blood. And I didn't know. And I was a little bit in shock. And I looked at the blonde, platinum blonde streaks that I have in my hair and they were red. And I'm like, oh, I'm really bleeding. It's rolling down the side of my face. I mean, it's a horror show. And right then, my relaxing... I had just lit candles all over the place. I mean, guys, it was zen up in here. And my first thought is, I am so angry that this happened when I was being mindful, as though relaxing and being mindful protects us from home accidents. It doesn't, but it should. It's not fair. What do I learn from this? And so I was of the sound mind to blow out all the candles I threw on some clothes. I don't even know if they matched or made sense. They certainly didn't make sense for the day because it was raining out and I didn't wear a jacket or anything, but I jumped into an Uber and I was in the nearest ER within 15 minutes. Still bloody, not sure if I'm still actively bleeding. And then I get to the ER and nonsense ensues. And you can hear about that if you continue on with me on my Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Come on over. You'll hear the fun story of the ER and just a few other stories that we're going to talk about today. I appreciate you all. See you on the flip side.